This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend and another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're with you each and every weekend. You'll be uh, hearing us on the podcast on the great ESPN Chicago app. And, of course, the Encore replay every Saturday morning before the hockey show from 8 until 9. Mikey, it's always great to talk to you. And it's uh, great that we've got round one of the NFL draft in the books. And hopefully the Bears finally Got it right. We've said that a time or two in the past, Mike, but maybe Justin Fields is the answer. They you know, I'm the master of the segue. Nobody's ever said that, basically. But I just decided to bring that up because you are the master of the segue because I didn't get something right, so I just want to clear it up today. What I do with my system, Carmen, and by the way, hello, everybody, is I pick the games, but I don't care who plays. So today I give Colorado out, all right? And Arizona under. under. Yeah. Okay, under nine. It's under eight and a half. But what I did do, because we need content when you do a segment, you need content, which basically I don't need when I'm picking my games. I don't know who plays for Rutgers. I don't know what town (laughs) these people are in, yet I've gone 17 and four. Well, what I did is I hit the wrong page and I gave yesterday's uh, pictures out. So I just want to straighten everything out. It's still an under game. It's Mad Bum versus Johnny Gray tonight. So just pick it. Don't worry about it. Thank God it fell within the the same uh, criteria. I had the right game. I just didn't have the right pitchers. If the game grades out the same, there you go. We're it still doesn't taking, matter. We're still taking the but under. But you got to I got to call like I see it. I call other people on mistakes. That go. was a mistake. And at least, hey, I know this. A lot of people are listening to the bonus play on comedy in your. Why call. would you miss it? Like you said, well, when you're 18 and four. I mean, and then if you make that and if you make that mistake and deservedly so, you get a kick in the pants by the listeners who are loyal. Appreciate it. There you go. Um, so the Bears draft. Justin Fields. They moved uh-huh. up to get him, uh, just like uh-huh. they once moved up four years ago. But it feels a little different this time. The pedigree seems pretty good here with Justin Fields. But who knows, Mike? I mean, it might be another in the long line of, well, that just didn't work out. And for some reason, the Bears ruined him and they couldn't get the most out of him. Or maybe he'll finally be the guy. Unfortunately, we have to wait and see. We don't really know. It'll take some time. I have nothing against him. I don't. I want him to succeed. I don't trust the guys that took him. I don't trust Nagy. I don't trust Pace. I thought Dalton was going to be the guy. If you're Andy Dalton today, <laughs> you feel like he got the rug pulled out from under you. What's going on with the other quarterback on the team? I, I read where they have spent on the last five quarterbacks nine draft picks. Nine draft picks. That's a, including the Trubisky stuff and right, everything right. I see like what you're that. Saying, trading up. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, so unbelievable. And yeah. I was shocked when they took him. And now what happens if Jones turns out to be a better quarterback. Are we going to yeah. bitch and moan like we did after Mahomes? What happens? Because he's in the right system in New England. We talk, we're talk. we going to talk more about this. But to me, I was shocked they took Fields. That tells you Nagy's going to be here for two or three more years. Unless. Unless. I heard Lewis Riddick last night. Mm-hmm. Lewis Riddick and Greeny were effusive in their praise of this pick. Which I don't understand because he dropped. There were three quarterbacks taken before this guy, and I'm telling you, two of those quarterbacks are going to fall on their face, too. I don't think the kid from BYU is going to be all that, to be honest with you. I don't think, I, I think Trey Lance might be okay. But, you know, when you're left guessing, Carm, after, yeah, at pick three, that means 
it's anybody's guess what's going to happen. I hope he gets it done. Justin Fields, I just don't trust who took him. I don't understand. I thought we needed a lineman. I know today they, they'll, they'll stock up a little bit. But, uh, yeah. wow, it was a surprise to me. And I didn't hear – I hear a lot of people on Twitter effusive in their praise. But I didn't see – he wasn't so happy. His family didn't jump up and down like everybody else was. Yeah, it was a little strange. <laughs> you know, Pat, strange, Pat, yeah. Sertain was jumping up and down. The kid from BYU slapping five. They it, just it, sat there stunned. It could be because he's just sort of, maybe he was disappointed falling out of the top ten. You know, and maybe he's got a chip on his shoulder, which could be good. Sometimes, I hope so. Yeah, me too. I, I hope so. I don't want the kid to fail. I'm just shocked at this. That means, and then when Lewis Riddick says that this is a Matt Nagy pick, mm. his fingerprints are all over it. Okay, this is a great pick, a wonderful pick. Wait a minute, this guy was supposed to be the third pick about two weeks ago. Okay, and he dropped, and he would have dropped even further. Then I hear Greeny go, oh, they're dancing on Rush Street. They're dancing at Gibson's. They're dancing at Hugo's. You know, they're going to be having fun. This is the guy. I'm trying to figure out how you could say that with the lineage because you're big on trends of Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah it's hard uh, It's hard to, to – with just the trends that the Bears have had at quarterback for crying out loud. Would you have been disappointed if Jones was the quarterback for the Bears? I like Fields more than Jones. I will say that. But we'll see five years from now if Mac Jones is better, we'll be disappointed again. Well, right. we can't get five years. Here's what Three I'll tell years, you. yeah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If this kid doesn't go 30 and 20, it didn't work. That's his first 50 games. Because we just got rid of a guy that was 29 to 21. But by the time he's ready to go, how good's the defense going to be, Carm? I don't know. How I, I heard Lewis say last night. And by the way, Lewis Riddick sounded to me like a guy that wants to be the next GM of the Bears. I know yes. he's friends with Nagy. Yes, yes. Oh, did he prop for the job last night, in my opinion. But I mean, seriously. Allen Robinson, he goes, oh, he's going to be happy. Allen Robinson catches 92 balls with the other guy. Now you got to learn a whole new deal. you got Dalton to deal with. you got this guy to deal with. And how long is Allen Robinson going to be a receiver for the Bears? I remember when everybody said Mushin Mohammed was oh. a lifetime Bear. Yeah, please. You right? One more year at least for Allen Robinson, and then yeah. we'll see. Who knows? But is, but is Fields going to be the one playing? I don't know. Good question. I mean, uh, Wow. I don't know that he's going to start week one or week five. Wow. Or I don't know. Week eight. You're right. We, I we, have we a count right now of media members, 15 to two, that are pro. And I know a lot of them. They're squares. Some of them have had five bear quarterbacks already <laughs> uh, uh, playing during the offseason. That being said, I didn't know where you stood on this. I'm sort of in the middle, but I'm sort of against it. Um, because I think everybody's telling me Belichick – Belichick would have passed on him. Well, I'm taking the yeah, other guy. I mean, I think Belichick kind of had his sights set on Mac Jones. Because we'll he's never a pocket passer, you know. Yeah. But Fields was, too. I mean, he's got great athleticism and he's got wheels. But, he, I mean, you could still put on plenty of Ohio State he tape. He left Georgia. Piss, uh, passing from the pocket. He left Georgia. He transferred. A lot of people don't know this. Correct. That's right. He was scared of Jake Fromm or something. Jake no, Fromm. Or, or, Jake or, Fromm. Or, hey, I'm I not going to question the guy. Yeah. I'm not going to question the guy for leaving. It all worked out for him. But when the first thing I hear is he runs a 4 4 yeah, I get worried. That shouldn't I'm... be right. That shouldn't be the first thing you hear about the quarterback. <laughs> Mel Kuyper's bragging that he runs a 4 4 I don't care. Right. Can he fit the ball between the the, the two defenders? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. Come on. That's the more important trait for an NFL quarterback, I would agree. I mean, because but... Matt, 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 Jones can't run. I no. mean, look at that guy there. I saw him with his shirt off. 
He's he's got my body. He looks like Tom Brady did. When I mean, he, came he out. looks no, he looks like a Sith. <laughs> my body, and it's not pretty. I mean, my God, you're supposed to, but you, then yeah, but Tom Brady was lo- taller, yeah. a little bit leaner. But you know what? I wouldn't have been disappointed if the Bears got Jones. I don't think a lot of people would have been. I like Fields better personally, but yeah, I mean, like moving up for a young quarterback that you're going to Jones try to got zip now. on the ball. He got a good arm, and, and Belichick I mean, got a good deal there. I think Belichick got the best quarterback out of everybody. Oh boy, for his system, really? even over Trevor Lawrence. Oh, for his system. I don't know. I think Trevor Lawrence Trevor and Fields Lawrence? will be the best two in this class, but we'll see. Okay. Time will tell. Like I said, I've heard them all. I've heard them all. Oh, I, I know. Mean, you know, from uh, from Andre Ware to, you know, David sure. Klingler. Sure. To, I could give you 100 guys that succeeded. Do you agree that more than half of these guys will be busts? Yeah. I mean, that's just it's historically, a- that's what it's the, – the, absolutely. You're right. So we got an Ohio State quarterback – who no, they never pan out with a team whose quarterbacks never pan out. Yeah, well, he's got some odds against him. He's I got some odds against him. You're right, Mike. I <laughs> wish him nothing but the best. He seems like a good kid. If he turns into something, God bless. But unfortunately, Nagy might have drafted, might have drafted him for the next coach because by saying it was Nagy's pick, if you're Lewis Riddick, by saying that this is him and him only, like he said. Isn't that a slap in the face of Ryan Pace? I don't know that that – I don't think that that was the case, though. And I, but he said I it. There's no way that they would go down this road again where they're letting one guy make the pick. Well, they, he they, basically said the fingerprints, this is all Nagy. So I know he talked to Nagy. I think – well, yeah, I'm sure – and they're very close. Look, yes. I'm sure Nagy had great input this time. They I made it sound like he was the GM last night, him and Green, just being honest. Hmm, man, I don't know. I, Didn't you hear him? I did. I don't know that I read it that way, though. I think more well, than – Well, how would fo- you read it if he says this has Nagy's fingerprints I, all over Because it? last time they did this, Ryan Pace went rogue. And I, I get think, it. And I think what he means is that now Nagy had input – and that Could this be. is, you know, like, I, I think, but who knows? But that's what it I think. It just didn't sound good. Hmm. The general manager of the team. I, I, I Listen, I think that regardless of what anybody, like, nationally thinks about the situation up there, I've talked about this. Waddle's talked about it. Sure. Ryan Pace is not on any hot seat. I don't think so. He's you beloved on hot up seat? there. I think Nagy is. Exactly. More, yes. And that's my next point. And so, and I by think. By Riddick saying that, he put all the heat on Nagy. Maybe. And if it doesn't yeah. work out, look out. I, I don't think. I don't think anybody is dictating policy to Ryan Pace up there. I think he's got a lot of autonomy, a lot of control, I and I think the McCaskies love him. But so. it didn't sound like it from the commentary. Sometimes things just don't sound right. That didn't sound right for him to say, this is all Matt Nagy. But then I started thinking, really? I said, then if this thing folds, it's not on pace. Right, yeah. It's not on pace. By the way, if you had Bears to draft a quarterback in round one, you got four times your money. That was the fourth choice going into the start of uh, the draft. Bears to take a quarterback in round one was four to one. O-lineman was the favorite. I know. So if you had that bet, you were a winner. I Good know people that took the under three and a half on Jones, uh, you know, two weeks ago. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, it yeah. didn't work. No, I that mean, did you know, not. Yeah, because a lot of for a while there, it seemed like that's what Shanahan wanted. You're right, you, Mike. So Lance, uh, I mean, the, the three guys. There were three, four quarterbacks that went everywhere from yep. from three to twenty. Yeah, and the under three with Jones, he got burned because a I lot just, of people thought it was going to be the Niners. Question before we move on: Justin Fields dropping to the fourth best quarterback of the class. Doesn't that concern you? Why? What did these other teams? Not that they're geniuses. What did they see that Justin Fields 
can't bring to the table. Fair That's question. my one concern. Fair question. I, you know? I said the same thing earlier. Like, what did Kyle Shanahan, like, see or did he not see? Fair question. Why do I want a kid that played third, less games and threw less passes than Trubisky, plays it in a, in a no-nothing league over Justin Fields? And I don't think Justin Fields should be penalized for that. But here, I mean, look at the look at these guys. Lance? Yeah, talking about Lance, yeah. Oh, my God. And yep. then... Uh, then you got the kid from BYU against uh, Power 5 teams. Yeah, I know. Just I know. ordinary. Yeah, I know. All right, we got a lot to do. Uh, when we come back, Luke Pergandy from PropSwap will join us. Talk about the tickets that were being bought and sold during the first round last night. We got Jim Miller for Ponies later on. It's Derby weekend. And Mike and I will give you some of our best plays, NBA, uh, baseball, all kinds of fun stuff. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, everybody. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're presented each and every week by Prop Swap, where America buys and sells its sports wagers. And boy, if you were on Prop Swap last night, tickets for sale, tickets bought and sold, and you cashed some winners with uh, round one of the NFL draft. Luke Pergandy, one of the oh, co founders, joins us now. Oh, Fields getting it done. What's oh. up, Luke? What's up, boys? Good morning. Good morning. You guys sold uh, Fields to Chicago tickets. Devontae Smith tickets got sold. Uh, you know, you could have got the Bears at 4-1 to one to draft a quarterback in round one. That would have been a nice payday. But uh, the action was pretty hot, I know, last night during the first round, right? Yeah. Yeah, we sold a uh, $200 ticket on the Bears to draft Justin Fields at 10-1. to one. That guy turned 200 bucks into two grand. Love it. We sold a Devontae Smith ticket uh, to the Eagles at 7-1 to one odds. He turned 100 into 700. Um, so a lot of people made money last night. You know what, Luke? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the rumors are rampant right now. They tried to get a trade done. They couldn't get it done. Uh, the Denver Broncos have been pulled off the board in some Vegas casinos. Mm. Some have dropped the odds for the Denver Broncos from 60-1 to 1 to 7-1 to 1, oh. uh, already. So it seems like something smells here. Uh, have you he- heard anything on Aaron Rodgers, and have you seen any, uh, Denver Bronco tickets? Yeah, we sold uh, we sold some Broncos to win the division ticket. Once that rumor started swirling, uh, to your point, yeah, the odds are now down to about fifteen to one at a lot of uh, books, and they mm-hmm. were sixty to one sure. on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. I'm still not sold it happens. Um, I think you know I get it that he would probably go to an AFC team versus an NFC team. It, it, you wouldn't think Green Bay would trade him within the conference, um, but you know, there's the amount of rumors. If we were banking on every rumor, the amount of rumors this whole week about the NFL draft, the world yeah. thought that Mac Jones was going to San Francisco. Right. Like that, that, the amount of steam that that got, he went from plus 300 to minus 300 Mac to, to SF. And, you know, clearly they had, they were Trey Lance all the way for the Niners. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's what PropSwap is built on. If you know all these rumor mills swirl, oh, yeah. you could turn a sixty to one Broncos ticket and uh, flip it at new odds of ten to one, and not one down of football has been played yet. I'll tell you what, real quick, uh, Aaron Rodgers going to that division is is no cakewalk. 
Yeah. Going if he Boy, goes to Denver, what, are you what, getting what a quarterback division that would be, guys? Oh, Mahomes, Mahomes, Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding? That yeah. would be something. Wow, I can't see it happening though. I would think uh, San no, Francisco, I, Green Bay would be nuts. They'll yeah, fix it. Yeah, though. and I think they will too. Uh, it, it's Derby weekend, yes. Luke. You know, like Derby wagering is paramutual wagering. Uh, yes, early in the year you can lock in some futures bets, but you know if we're going to bet these horses, I like the fifteen horse. It might be five to one this morning, but tomorrow it might be five to two. You never know, and that's the odds that you have when you get in these paramutual bets, but. Uh, you, I guess there is a, a book in Vegas that'll lock in odds, and and there are tickets for sale on Prop Swap for horses tomorrow, right? Definitely, yeah. So to the Win Sportsbook W I N N, they've been hanging uh, Derby futures for years, um, so they continue to do that. So you could have bet on you know Pony to win the Derby in in February uh, at the Win, and then uh, Circa Sportsbook as well has really uh, gotten the driver's seat for, for Derby Futures. We have a ton of guys uh, posting Circa Sportsbook tickets uh, on the Kentucky Derby. So we've sold, I mean, just we're still, uh, you know, a few hours still the post, and we've sold tons of Derby tickets this week. Wow. All right. So I would imagine that that continues through the weekend. Uh, any good golf stuff for next month? We got, you know, May. We got a, we got a major in May coming up next month. We're at the end of April yeah. here. We've got uh, PGA Championship is up next, and, there's always good action, especially for the majors on Prop Swap. Yeah, yeah. PGA Championship coming up in my like two and a half weeks here. Um, we've sold a lot of Masters was going on. We were selling PGA <laughs> Championship tickets. People just overreact. You know, they're like, oh, wow, Patrick Reed just had a good hole. Let me, let me grab Patrick Reed for the PGA Championship. And obviously Hideki, his uh, odds have greatly improved after winning the Masters. Um, you can take advantage. Like, if you have a ticket – and you want to post it, just post it and post it for a really high price and see if someone bites on it. Because um, people, you know, you have a few cocktails in them, they're sitting there watching yep. some golf, like, all right, let me, let me just get my hands on whatever possible bet I can, and they might overpay, and that's great for sellers. Always be checking, always be buying and selling. There it is, PropSwap.com. Luke, you have a great weekend, my man. It's always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Carmen. Thanks, Mike. Gonna make money off golf. There he is, Luke Pergandy, the one and only. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Luke Pergandy. Yeah. You brought up Aaron Rodgers with the mic. Oh. Um, I mean, the rumors yesterday, you know, it, while Schefter and ESPN's report came out that he's very unhappy, um, he doesn't want to go back, they don't know when he's going to go back. Then you've got guys like Tom Pelissero at the NFL Network, who's an insider, saying, you know, the, the Niners did indeed this week call the Green Bay Packers mm -hmm. about Aaron Rodgers. But they were basically told, no, we're not yeah. trading him. We're not even – we don't even want to start talking about offers because we are not going to trade Well, he's Aaron not a Rogers. fan of Murphy. He's not a fan of the, the high – uh, the front yeah. – He's not a, a fan of the front office. Uh, he's never liked when the quarterback was drafted. Uh, Love, yeah. even though he was drafted the same type of way with Favre, uh, he really maybe he sees what Tom Brady did. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else, but it makes no sense to me to go to that division. It really doesn't. I mean that if you want to talk about a quarterback that's really going to go to a new system, play for a defensive coach in in Vic Fazio, yeah. and go up against Mahomes. Uh, uh, twice a year, go up against San Diego yeah. twice a year with their guy. I mean, come on. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, he's disgruntled about things. And by the way, maybe people don't know this. The last 10 years, 
They've only taken one skill position player on offense. They've taken nine defensive players. So they haven't really given Aaron Rodgers, although he is a crybaby to me and a diva, <laughs> any help. I know. I think that's what annoys him. You're right. But then you see what Indianapolis has done with Peyton Manning. He should have won more. I mean, people think these quarterbacks are supposed to just come out and win and win no matter who's around them. And and, and, and I think it's pretty factual that since 2005, besides him, there's only been one other or one other skill position player. Think That's, about that. That is amazing. On offense. That is crazy. Oh, and I don't think he's ever, they don't I don't think they've drafted a wide receiver in the first round. No. While he, right? While he's been the quarterback. Exactly. So that's crazy. By the way, uh we were just talking about the golf. Yes. And and I, I took him yesterday over Victor Hovland. Almost say, you know, th- and I won three to two. The matchup golf is still there for you folks. You could check out the odds if you want at Bovada or what what have you. But um it's just to me. This is just something else I've become addicted to. You Carl. love it. You and Merck love these, you know, oh, the, the, the daily matchup ones, right? Me We're, and Merck. When Merck's in a good mood, he even texts me. I know, right? You know, yes. So he texts me I once. Like, a, yeah, he texts me once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I like betting like second round leader, third round leader. Do you? Yeah, oh yeah, it's great. I go Merck. I go Merck. What time? He goes. He just tells me the time. No, hi, Mike. Nothing. I mean, I don't know. He's I'm very all, direct. I'm all business, Mike. He's all you direct. got that right. He's My very God. direct. I know. Very to the point. I yeah. mean, the guy, I want the guy to relax. He's like impending doom. <laughs> remember impending doom, Carp? I, I, I don't from, remember. From Goodfellas? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. The guy, when the guy was hovering for the for the seven grand from a- Tommy? Absolutely. Yeah, look at this guy hovering over me like impending doom. Impending doom. I love yeah. it. Yeah, put it on my tab. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, come on. The hype machine we were just talking about with, with Luke, okay? Every time somebody expels gas at the at, at the four-letter network uh, uh, nationally, you got to believe people were buying tickets just based on some of the people's just recommendations. Sure. People used to make their own decisions. Yeah. I used to buy the Smith, uh, you know, the Hour Lads and all these draft things and yep. try to figure out for myself who I would take. But now people just go along with everything that they want, that they hear on the television. Yeah. Because there's no reason Trey Lance, look, Justin Fields and Trey Lance were both three. How did Fields drop? Yeah, I don't know. You know, and it, how did Trey Lance go it, up it, from 20th? And I think it could be really good for the Bears. I mean, I do. I think there's a chance. They, maybe they finally found their guy. We're, oh, because, it's, you know what, the lineage of Ohio State has yeah. led me to believe. You, to, Carmen, you believe in trends. Nobody's told me more about trends. Yeah. Than you. I know. And the trend for Ohio State quarterbacks not is not good. good. That's nothing against him. Right. But you, you put the trend of Ohio State quarterbacks You're right. with the trend of Chicago Bear quarterbacks. You see, I don't think he – we've talked about this. I don't think he should have been taken. I, I And what about this? If he fails and Belichick's guy – who yeah, he picked yeah, behind that, that's us. That's going to be it. You're Don't right. we have a Trubisky deal again? That's going to be it. It's good. Like he's going to be measured against what kind of success they do or don't because have. Because I like Jones' success rate. A pocket passer with Josh McDaniel, even though they can adjust to a running player like Cam Newton, there's no doubt in my mind. If you're going to ask me who's got the better upside, I'm going to go with the kid from Alabama. See, I would think Fields has more upside, but Matt uh, Jones could still be a better quarterback in the NFL. That's true. That's true. You're right about that because the potential thing has always been a bugaboo for the Bears. Yeah, right. It really has. And I just just feel he did not look look really happy. Everybody was jumping. Everybody's kind of been saying that. Yeah, it it was was kind of subdued. But then he seemed to be appreciative – 
with his social media posts after and things oh, like that. But you're right. Like, in the moment, it, it was a little subdued. The New York, I thought the New York Jets kid, the kid from BYU, who's going to fall on his face, Zach ladies Wilson. and gentlemen. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. He's going to fall on his face. Trey Lance might have something because San Francisco doesn't really, they know the quarterback position, I think. Yeah, I trust most. Shanahan. I tell you that. You're right. Yeah, I think they do. I think Lance is going to be okay. I think Wilson's going to fall on his face. Look, I'll just name them off the top of my head. Akili Smith, Joey Harrington, Brady Quinn, RG3, Vince Young, Steve Young for four years, Jim Plunkett, who did come back, but he was a disaster at New England. I mean, there's more busts. Oh, then yeah. non-bus and ESPN showed this yesterday. The first time, two times, there's been three quarterbacks taken in a row. In a row, five didn't make it. Mm. So you know. Yeah. Do we think more quarterbacks are going to make it out of this class than not? No. I'm, I'm here to tell you nope. that's not going to happen. I kind of agree. The, and history why, tells us that, Mike. The, and the why, rate is high. Why am I hearing Belichick got his man? Why wouldn't he have gone after Fields? Because he doesn't fit their system, period. Hmm. It'll be he interesting does. now. we got a few years to watch. We'll oh see. Oh, my God. It's going to be a disaster if this kid from New England <laughs> I know. takes Don't off. Even, I We're going to go through the same nonsense. Please. In the meantime, Buffalo might be in the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen, but this is going to be a wild year. And if you're Andy Dalton, how are you feeling? Uh, not so good. Okay. But he's got his $10 million, so that's pretty good. Yeah, when, well, <laughs> you know what, though? Money is important, but when you got right. money, you want a little respect. That's true. And he was told he's the number one guy. Now, Nagy's going to call the plays the first few games for Dalton like he probably did the first few games for Trubisky. We'll Hopefully see. Dalton can overcome it. When we come back, we got more to discuss. There's baseball. There's NBA. We still have Jim Miller with some ponies. It's Derby weekend after all, so we got a lot to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're rolling along on The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. On ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Rolling along on The Odds Couple, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. Follow us on Twitter, at North to North and at Carmen DeFalco. Make sure you're following Mike. He's always giving out free plays every single day. Take this, take that. So make sure you follow on Twitter. Those are free plays. You do not have to pay for those. I mean, who does that these days, Mike? And then when they when they bitch, I just block them. That's it. I mean, that's all. If you're going to bitch, I block you. You're getting free plays. You go and you could fade me. That's right. You could go opposite of me. Course. I'm not telling you to take them. Of course. I'm just telling you if you want for your financial well-being, it's advisable. I mean, it's not a barrage. What's going on over here with the best with the best terrestrial radio handicapping show in the in the free world? That's right. I mean, okay, I mean, I, I look. I understand. Vison TV, Daily Wager. Hey, those are all good shows. When it comes to terrestrial radio, this is our this is our country's best. But it doesn't get any better. We've no, given out winners for months and months. Well, we're doing it. That's it, and we're entertaining, hopefully, some of the time. Bulls and the Bucks have a game tonight at the United Center. That's actually a later start. That's one of those right. local 8 o'clock starts tonight, so you got some time on this one if you like. You know, The Bucks are going to be playing the second of a back-to-back after losing uh, in Houston, believe it or not, last night. But they lost Giannis early in the game. It was the first minute of the game. He had an ankle injury to begin with. Then he steps on a foot. He rolls his ankle again. He did not play. Uh, last I checked, I think Giannis was still kind of a question mark, but I'd be surprised if he plays tonight, Mike. And I think 
the wagering in this game and what uh, what what's happened with the handle has kind of told you that Giannis probably isn't going to play. The Bucks open is about a four point favorite, right. down to being just a one point favorite against the Bulls tonight. The Bulls are a little too Jekyll and Hyde for my liking right now to bet on them. Uh, but this is a big game for them if they want to try to hang around and stay close to Washington. They're two games behind the Wizards. Yeah, and you know what? I'm looking at the spread, and it's minus one for Milwaukee, which is troubling to me because, you know, well, we got guys missing too, so. That's true. Zach's still out. I mean, you know, that, that's a very good point. There's yeah, no Zach Zach's Levine. out, and, you know, it's minus one. You're looking at it. They're playing at home. The over-under is 220. Without a guy in the middle, I mean, I'd be leaning. I mean, to me, 220 and a half. Without Zach and without Giannis, I know you know what suffers. You would think that 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 nobody would score in this game because you're missing two main scores. But you know what lacks then? Well, not that Zach plays defense, but Giannis in the middle. Oh, there you go. I mean, look the the Bucks still scored like a buck thirty last night without Giannis and lost. They gave up one forty two, whatever it was last night. It was crazy. So I mean, if I were the Bulls, I'd be thrilled. Giannis isn't you know isn't playing. I'd be absolutely thrilled. I I would lean. A little bit to the over in this game, but yeah. you know, I don't know. What to I think expect. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't need to expect what's going on in the NBA anymore. I mean, the other night there were 29 guys that were probable. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a lot of guys. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make a living over here. Well, and you know, you brought this up last week, and it does get hard. Like, okay, let's look at Blazers Brooklyn for instance. Okay, Brooklyn's at home, uh, getting a point again. They played last night. They played in Indy. They won uh, against the Pacers. All right. KD had a great game. He dropped 42 in the win in Indy last night. Wow. But, like, you brought this up last week. When we start handicapping this, and if you want to make a wager on this game, is KD really going to play the second of a back-to-back? Like, right. They won't officially say. I kind of think he won't. Oh, and Kyrie missed last night's game with a groin injury and might not oh, play tonight. Oh, my groin. Oh, it's you know, hurt again. Give me a break. Like, how do you – it's not easy to figure out which it. side to be on right now. I told everybody last week, and then there were more games that that happened where stars were missing once again. Uh, it's just sad what's going on with the NBA right now. I mean, I'm hearing people. I mean, I hear Kevin Love, and then what Kevin Love oh, did the other night. my God. I mean, I, you know, I would never look him in the eye again, you know? Uh, you want to get depressed? I'll make you depressed. He seemed you, you, pretty like he seemed like he really regretted it. But yeah, that was a just, bad. Just look. a quick update: Durant is out for oh, So Durant, thank you, Mark. So and Durant Kyrie is Irving out. is not on the injury report. So that means okay. So Kyrie will play, but no Durant in the second of a back-to-back. Go I ahead. had a part-time job. I showed up more than Kyrie Irving. I worked at a deli. Okay, <laughs> the guy makes thirty million dollars. He's not. There's nothing wrong with him. I, I, the, the injury stuff it really is uh, really been accentuated in the NBA. Uh, that's why hockey is still a great bet. I don't have a lot of great hockey bets tonight. Yeah. To There's look only at. four light slate tonight. Only four it's games. It's crazy. Why yeah. on a Friday night know. you only have four hockey games? Yeah. It's and, you weird. Know, and I'm I'm glad that they're going to sign a deal, I think, with TBS or TNT. They're going to get more exposure. It's the only real game going now. These other guys baby themselves. They're not playing. I mean, uh, Porzingis, I, the famous one is... After 30 and 15, sitting the next night for injury uh, Load management. management. Load management. Oh, it's just – and now they're saying he's got a groin, he's got this, this guy's got that. They're just telling you BS. They're not truthful. These guys could all play. Hmm. It's crazy. does make me kind of like the Blazers a little tonight without KD in the second of a back-to-back for Brooklyn. Portland's been great on the road this year. How about 18 and 12 against the number on the road? They got a six-game losing streak going at home. 
I was on them last weekend uh, at home. I gave that out, and that was a loser for us, unfortunately. They lost outright to Memphis. So they got a six-game losing streak at home, but they've started their six-game road trip with back-to-back wins at Indian Memphis. Yeah. Go figure. 18-12 and 12 against the spread, like I said, on the road this year. And they're trailing Dallas by just a game for that sixth seed. And I think teams really want to avoid the play-in tournament if they can. So getting that sixth seed is pretty important. Are you excited about avoid. the Bulls making a play-in tournament? Um, I Just wouldn't for, say for excited. the media. Say for your immediate end of it, I understand for uh, for what we do. Right? Yeah. No, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm excited, Mike. Like. I guess I hope they do because I, I just, heard criticism of the Bears making the extra playoff game, and I always thought it was pretty good. But with the Bulls, there's more teams involved. They're struggling to even make that. I know. You know, um, I think I it's fun to watch. Like you know, it, I don't know. I guess it adds a little form of excitement to watch down the stretch here if they can sneak in and then take their shots with maybe somehow winning a couple games. And I guess the regular seed. season games do matter for some teams. Yeah, right. Right? If Depending on how much you want to get in or not, yeah. I mean, Kyrie Irving, I watched him play without Durant. He's okay. He has good games. He has bad games. Turns the ball over a lot. Little careless. He he, he doesn't look as big as he used to, you know? Mm. He looks a little more slight than he used to. Slim. He's always been sort of uh, a thin, but he looks like emaciated type thin hmm. when he plays now. You yeah. know? he looks. He's a different cat, man. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I, I love to play sports. I mean, people that I know, all of the guys we grew up together, we love to play all the sports. This guy can't wait to sit. And now he's playing tonight, and Durant said, I don't think a team can turn it on and off yeah, like I mean, that. It's going to be interesting, like, come playoff time, how they can they just Would flip you the bet switch? Brooklyn to uh, win it all? But, um, with, their, with their guys I, It's funny. I was, th- I was thinking about that earlier this morning. No joke. I'm like, if Harden does come back, like and and they won't be you know they won't be missing games come playoff time they don't really play many back to back they won't be missing games no uh, I, I don't I think they're gonna win the East if Harden comes back I do yeah because Boston I mean I think they're too talented I really do so you think they could just come in because I saw Michael Jordan just think he could come in and he lost to Orlando yeah well but that was now, a little different I mean he missed. Yeah, it no, is a little different. Jordan was the greatest. Year, 70, 65 games. Yeah, that's true. He came out of nowhere. I thought they were still going to make it. I don't know if you could turn it on and turn it off, but you're right. I mean, if they're healthy. They're so talented if they're healthy. And I, there's not a whole lot in East. What happened to not, Miami? I don't know. There's not. You're right. I, it's what funny. happened to Boston? What happened to Miami? Boston is too kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Should too. Brad Stevens have taken the Indiana job? <laughs> 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 I mean, I know he loves being the head of the I, – I expected better things from Brad Stevens, didn't you? Um, I think he's awfully good. I mean, I know the last couple I years probably haven't gone the way that people thought. Right. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. Don't do. get me wrong. Yeah. But it just goes to show. And like he'll it, never go to college again. I don't he's, think. I wouldn't think he's so. He's already said that. And the money's too good in the NBA. Although they pay well in college. They now, were going to pay well. I know. That's true. In Indiana, right. they were going to pay him, man. It, it's Derby weekend. Jim Miller's going to join Jimmy! us. That's right. He's got some plays. We got a bunch of angles for you on the Derby coming up next. And Mike will give you our best plays before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple, Carmen DeFalco, Mike North presented by PropSwap, and it's a huge weekend for horse racing. Even if you're not uh, a horse player or if you don't gamble much on the ponies, 
Everybody bets this race. It is the run for the roses. The Kentucky Derby is tomorrow from Churchill Downs. And we have our expert handicapper who joins us every week from Hawthorne Racecourse. He is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, the greatest two minutes in sports is yeah. finally here. Yes. Last year was in September, so it, it, it's really nice to kind of have it back where it belongs the first Saturday in May. But I'll tell you, what a race. And we talked about this all along, guys. I think it's a wide-open race. I think you're going to have some decent-sized payouts, and uh, we'll see if we're right. Weather uh, often is a factor. This can be a very wet, rainy season in Kentucky. Are we going to see a wet track, or is it going to be dry and nice, and will it be fast tomorrow, Jimmy? What do they expect? Yeah, it's going to be dry. It's going to be fast, and and that's a good thing. So everybody should be able to just stand out and really run their best race. It's a very tactical race, Carm, because this is only the second year with the 20-horse starting gate. So you have those inside horses that always have to work out those trips because there's so many horses to the outside. Pace makes the race. I think there's a decent amount of pace in the race. The other thing that you have to look to, guys, is what the capacity is going to be. They're talking about 45,000 people compared to 100,000-plus because of just COVID restrictions. So that kind of changes things up a little bit because some of these horses get worked up a little bit more than others, and I think it's going to be beneficial to the horses. You know, Jimmy, you brought up the 20-horse gate and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, when you talk about jockeys, I mean, just like ballplayers, they have strengths and weaknesses. How, uh, How can you rate a jockey? as far as being in a crowded field, uh, sure. when they when they really don't race in crowded fields that much, like they're going to be racing in the Kentucky Derby. Well, and you watch and you see some of these guys who are really good getting the horse out of the gate and hustling a horse away from the gate, but some of it, it really comes down to just how brave you are on horseback mm-hmm. and what kind of hole you feel like you can squeeze through. I think about for all the years, guys, how they used to talk about Calvin Burrell, yeah. and it was Calvin Borrell because yeah. he was the guy that always came up the inside. You look at a guy like Mike Smith, who was so good just with that clock in his head that he can kind of wait, save that ground until that last second, and then tip to the outside and make that move. But that is, it's, it's something that's very important because guys that have experience in this race really kind of rise to the forefront. We do have some newer riders in here. It's, it's Kendrick Carmusha's first mound, the Kentucky Derby. You have Tyler Gaffleone, who's a young jock that's in the Derby. Rafael Bejarano has ridden it a couple times with some guys that are some younger riders in here, and then you have some of that experience bunch, and it can make a difference. Well, um, you know, Mike will tell you, Jimmy, I'm a big trends guy when it comes to gambling. Oh, yeah. now, I can't handicap the way you can and with the bloodlines and everything like that, but I can look at some trends, and I know that uh, the 15th post has been pretty advantageous here, uh, advantageous here yep. in the last 10 years or so. 13, 15, and last year, all winners coming from uh, uh, post number 15, also, the winner of the Santa Anita Derby in recent years has gone on to do good things at the Kentucky Derby. And Rock Your World checks those boxes. One at Santa Anita, coming out of the 15th post. Uh, he's got some crypto clearance blood, which is a big deal for us because yep. that's Harry Tynowitz's dad's horse. He is the oh, great, nice. yeah, he's the great grandson of crypto clearance. I really like Rock Your World. He's one of the favorites. What are the chances? Well, it's an interesting note about crypto clearance because that horse won the Hawthorne Gold Cup twice the distance of that race a mile and a quarter, the same distance as the Kentucky Derby. So Rock Your World, breeding-wise, is definitely in an exceptional spot. And and to me, guys, yes, essential quality is the two-to-one morning line favorite. I personally think Rock Your World is the best horse in the race because this is a horse that made its first two starts on the turf course, and they said, you know what, 
we're going to give this horse a try in the Santa Anita Derby. We think the horse will take to the dirt. We think the horse will take the show and speed. And this horse not only took to the dirt, he ran the lights out. He was running away at the end. This is the only horse of the 20 in the field that has recorded a triple-digit buyer speed figure in the daily racing form. Normally, you get a handful of those that are in the Derby that have done so. This is the only one that has done so, and he's only made three starts, so we really don't know how good he is. Mm. And then here's the other thing. Joel Rosario rode Rock Your World in his debut. After that, he was off the horse the next couple starts. Umberto Rispoli rode this horse. Rosario actually went over to Louisiana and rode Hot Rod Charlie to a victory in the Louisiana Derby, but instead of sticking with that horse, he's coming back to Rock Your World, a horse he rode on debut. That has to be an exceptional sign for a guy that wins at a 25% rate. Wow, yeah, absolutely. All right, so what do we like? You want to give out a winner and maybe uh, something, you yep. know, some horses that people should think about in, you know, uh, getting exotic with some of their wagers for the weekend, Jim? Yeah, and here's the, here's the way I'm going to do it. And I did it similarly last year, and we had a whole lot of success. Last year, if you remember, Authentic got the job done over Tis the Law. Tis the Law was the favorite. Mm-hmm. We used those two in a horse by the name of Thousand Words who actually scratched in the paddock prior to the race. But this is a race that you can use multiple horses and still make some money. And we've talked all along that there could be some price possibilities here. So I'm actually going to take two different horses, some I normally don't recommend in a seven- or eight-horse field, But in a 20-horse field, you can do it. So I'm betting two different horses across the board. One of them is the horse we talked about, the 15, Rock Your World. Should be able to show speed, and in a big field, you want everybody chasing you. So that's a horse that could be a factor. And then the 18, Superstock. This was the winner of the $1 million Arkansas Derby in his last out. He doesn't get too far off the pace. He's 30-1 to in the morning line. He could go off even higher. So I'm going to take those two horses and play him across the board. Now, there's four horses I'm going to use to box an exacta and trifecta. I'll use those two horses. Then I'm going to put the one horse, Known Agenda, in there. This was the winner of the Florida Derby. And, guys, Known Agenda will have to work out a trip from the inside just because you have 19 horses trying to cross over into that first turn. And he's a horse that is going to have to try to work out a trip, but he should come running late. And he's going to be probably 6 or 7-1. to one. And then here's your bomber for the race that if this horse runs in, you're making a ton of money because nobody will use this horse. It's a 13 hidden stash. This horse will be over 100 to 1, guys. I'm throwing it in the mix, and here's the reason why. Hidden stash, every single start, seems to be improving a little bit, and he's bred to run all day, too. Now, in that last out in the bluegrass, he was making a big swoop and move on the turn, and then he got bumped right at the top of the stretch, and that kind of took him out of his game a little bit. And that was a race that was won by Essential Quality, who's your 2-1 to favorite in this race. Highly motivated, finished second. Hidden Stash finished fourth in there. If this horse runs into the gimmicks, it's going to completely light up the the tote board. The thing might blow up. But, hey, I'm going to put it in the mix. You don't have to bet a whole lot of money, and I think we can get lucky. I love it. Enjoy the weekend, Jimmy. Good luck, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, boys. Good luck. Let's there it is. Tickets. That's right. Jim Miller from Hawthorne. And Can you repeat is, that, please? This is the weekend to do it, Mikey, the Derby. So he's going to bet the 15 horse across the board. That's the horse I also like to win I the was race. I kidding. <laughs> uh, the 18 horse across the board and then use one and 13 in your yes. exactas. By the way, I mean, we were talking. I mean, jockeys. I remember when they were superstars. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hartek, Willie Shoemaker, Willie Shoemaker. K, Ron Turcotte. Gary Stevens, right? Gary Stevens. Yeah. They Now, I, I know because of the language barrier, more Hispanic jockeys uh, there's not that quality i mean the caddies on the pga tour are better known than the jockeys Do you know now. and i think you might have brought this point up recently mike the trainers are more the celebrity well, no, than the, i did 
the jockey now, right? Right. The jockeys, nobody knows. Back yeah. in the day, you knew a Steve Coffin. You yeah. knew a Pinkay. You knew a Shoemaker. Yeah. You knew a Hartick. Don't get me started. I'll go all damn day. Early Fires. <laughs> One of my favorite jockeys going to Arlington back when I was a kid. That's a great name, Early Fires. Early Fires. you got to be a jockey. <laughs> I think about him, and I, I, I just go, let's go. Let's I, ride. I love but it. But you see, nowadays, you know Baffert. I mean, he's not a, he hasn't been in coveralls, like I said last week, yeah. in 50 years. That's he great. gets the best horses. Go train the nag and see if he can win. <laughs> right? Go train the nag. Go train some horse out here where I live. I live in horse country, right? Yeah. Go find a horse in the corral and go beat a, beat a Kentucky Derby type horse. You can't do it. That's hilarious. So, I mean, you run them, and even, even Jimmy says they don't run them enough. What do they do with these horses? They walk them and they let them eat. Yeah. All right, Mikey, before we're out of here, give us a best play. What do we like for the night, my man? I'm going to try to get this right. All okay? right, let's do Not it. Like our, I'm going Colorado in the same game. Colorado and the under. Got it. Gray against Mad Bomb. And, of course, uh, the, the, the results will come in. Colorado in the under. How about you? NBA game. Uh, Wizards on the road laying Ooh. six and a half at the Cavs. The Cavs are completely decimated by injury yeah. right now. They've lost nine of 11. And Cleveland's just 12 and 17 straight up at home this season. Nice. Still mathematically alive for the 10th seed, but let's face it, they're on life support. The Wizards have won nine of 10. They got a two game lead. They're not going to let up. They're eight and two against the spread in the last it. 10. I like the Wizards minus the six and a half. I love that one too. And boy, I'll tell you, Westbrook. I mean, Beal, oh, these guys are unbelievable. You know great. what? If they get in, look out a little bit. They could make a little noise the way they play. He the said, Russell well, so Westbrook says nobody plays both ends like I do, and he's right. Mikey, it's been a pleasure as too, always. Pal. Everybody enjoy the weekend. Happy wagering. Great work by Randy Merkin and yep. Tyler Aki. We appreciate it. Hi, and thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy. And Mikey, let's make some money this weekend. Enjoy the Derby and all the other action, and we'll uh, see you next week. Okay, buddy? Yeah, everybody, have a good one. Have a great one, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.